Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tony Brown, and you're listening to Firearms Cafe, the show where we discuss the philosophies of responsible firearms ownership, as well as the relevant issues and challenges that we face in the current gun culture. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Today is Monday. It's the 2nd of April, 2018. I didn't get a show out this last weekend. Usually I'll try and publish it on a Saturday or Sunday. And the reason for that is we were out of town. And I was able to record something the before we left and able to get that up and sort of kind of through the website be able to uh, post-date that stuff to where it published on a Sunday. And I thought about doing another show and doing that, but then it would have been kind of too much stuff crammed in together, and I didn't know really kind of how current it would be, so I kind of didn't want to do that, and I thought, well, I'll be back relatively soon, so this week you'll probably get two shows. I hope to put something out maybe tomorrow and then again on Sunday, so I won't go too long without having a show. I'm going to try and keep my weekly streak somewhat intact. So anyway, before we ramble on too much more, let's go ahead and get our contact info posted. I have the voicemail, area code 206-745-2731. The email address where you can send an email or some audio, and I'll get those out on the show for you, is firearmscafe at gmail.com. Over on the website are buttons for Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and also for YouTube for who knows how long that will last though. And there is a donation button that's through PayPal. And if you ever were so inclined to send anything, it would be greatly appreciated. So where was I on vacation? Well, I went to Hawaii. And we actually went out to the big island. And I've been there before. But it's a, it's a really neat place. And, you know, of course there, if we want to bring it immediately into gun stuff... The gun laws there just are horrible. Terrible, horrible, horrible gun laws. Which is funny because you have some of the nicest people there. Most people that, at least that I met, were pretty nice. So if I was a local person that lived there and there was these huge waves of tourists always coming through and maybe that might mean that there could be a possibility that some people are going to be kind of down on their luck. They come out there, they... uh, well, I guess I should preface this with a few years ago, and this was probably close to 20 years ago, my girlfriend, not quite yet wife yet, and I had gone out there. And I had gone on a hike, and she didn't want to do it. And I had gone down this hike down to get down to this beach that was way down by these cliffs. And I ended up meeting a guy and got to talking to him. And he was a nice enough enough guy but you could tell he was I could tell he was kind of looking for a little bit of a handout and he was telling me the story of how he had got there he basically had bought a saved up enough money bought a one-way ticket and was sort of just being a beach bum and then he would kind of try and hook up with people uh, meet with them you know befriend them and then maybe kind of glom off of them for a little bit now that those weren't his words but that's the type of stuff he was saying but, you know, as, as you meet people like that, most of those people are going to be pretty decent people. But if they get desperate enough and if they don't have any way to get a job or they don't have any money, 
what are they going to turn to to get money? How are they going to get it? Are they going to, you know, if they saw a cell phone or if they saw a camera or something like that, you know, might they want to pick that up or might they kind of go through a beach bag while you're out out in the water swimming around and stuff? Who knows? So anyway, if I was, all that's to say, if I was a local guy, I would want to be able to have as part of my self-defense and self-protection of my home and family, that that would be one thing that I would be concerned about. What if somebody's here and they're down on their luck and they're they're going to resort to crime to try and do something like that? Are they going to break into my house? That type of thing. And I would want to be able to have whatever firearm I would want. However, um, like I said, uh, most of the people that we met and that we encountered were pretty decent people. But of course, we're not going to crazy places we're not getting all liquored up at a bar or anything like that you know we've got our daughter with us so that's not going to be an option for us and kind of a little bit behind the curtain I hardly drink at all anymore and my wife really doesn't drink I'll maybe have a if I had a beer or two a year that would be kind of a crazy thing for me I'm trying to get a lot healthier and so about the only thing I really ever drink anymore is about probably 95% of the time I'm drinking water. And maybe the other 5% I'll have iced tea or something like that every once in a while. But for the but I, you know, I don't really drink anything else other than those two things. So I was thinking about some stuff today. And today's show may be a little bit shorter. It may only be 20 minutes or so. Maybe go a little bit longer. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. You know, once I get talking, sometimes I kind of ramble on. When I was in Hawaii, I didn't really look at the news. I didn't pay attention to any of that stuff. And when I got back, I'm seeing that it looks like Vermont is enacting maybe some or looking to enact some stricter gun laws uh, Vermont who used to have hardly anything so I think they're going to do the stuff where the legislation they're looking to pass is you got to be 21 to purchase any type of a firearm they're probably going to ban bump stocks there and it looked like maybe they were trying to increase or improve the background check I still am not really clear on what that means and also in some of these states you know they're also looking at you know when we're looking at Florida they've enacted some stuff and I'm sure there's going to be some other states that are like that but both in Florida and in Vermont I believe both those guys are Republicans who are supposed to be our staunch allies in the in the fight for and support of the second amendment well, it doesn't really seem that it's that way. So why would these guys do that? Why would these Republicans do that? And I think that part of it is is that they are terrified that if they don't do something, they are for sure out in the 2018 elections, in these midterm elections. And they, they are trying desperately to throw something out there to say, look, we're doing something, we're doing something. Whether or not they think it's solving any problem or is an actual solution to some of these these type of shootings that happen the school shootings and things like that 
passing these laws isn't going to do anything. Either they'll, they'll either steal a gun or they'll get a hold of a shotgun or something else if, if they're going to want to go shoot up a school. Or if they absolutely cannot get a hold of a firearm, they may go in with a knife, they may go in uh, with a homemade bomb. You know, that information is all out there. It's not too hard to do. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, we see a lot of times in some of the countries where their guns are outlawed that they'll just go and get a knife and they'll stab and kill 30, 40 people sometimes. So, again, th these laws that are getting passed aren't going to do anything to solve the problem that they're looking to solve. So these are no, these are not solutions to that. And I think one of the thing I think in getting back to Vermont, I think they were floating stuff out about maybe uh, limiting magazine capacity. Now I had heard about in the Florida school shooting, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I had heard that he had ten round magazines. So I don't know. So again doing something where you're going to limit the magazine capacity isn't, again, isn't going to really do anything uh, to change anything. So anyway, I, I was also thinking about some of the stuff in the culture and why, why is it that these school kids are having such an effect and I don't know that they're having as big an effect maybe as we're being led to believe, but I think that because it jives with what the media wants, with the far left media and how they're anti-gun and they want to get rid of guns and they want to ban guns. And you see people now are coming out saying, you know, hell with you, we're taking them all. We want to ban everything. And they're actually saying stuff like, well, bump stocks are a good start. That's a first step. You know, getting the age raised up is another good first step. But eventually our main, our end goal is to take your stuff from you, is to have no guns. Well, that's not what their end goal. Their end goal is to let the government have all the guns at once. And these were the same people a few months ago that were scrambling to arm themselves because Trump got into office. These are the same people a few months ago that were saying, thank God I'm able to go and get a gun to, to if I have to, to fight this tyrannical government from Trump the merciless. And before that, of course, those were the same people that wanted to ban guns. So I guess in some ways they've kind of come full circle. But I think we're sort of reaping what we've sown over the past 20 years or so. And that is that the best thing you can be, the best thing that can happen to you, and the, the way that your voice is going to be the strongest, and the way that your voice is going to have, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, legitimacy, gravity, 
Um, I'm trying to think some other words, but I think you know what I mean. Is that if you are some type of a victim, and not only are you a, a victim, being a victim really isn't enough. You have to be a victim of a cause that the left would support. So if you're a victim of quote-unquote gun violence, well, that's something the left can get behind. But if you were just some hapless guy that was walking and you got hit in the face with a baseball bat by some Antifa guy, well, yeah, are you a victim? Sure. Should they be decrying that? Sure. Are they going to? No. Because... Even if they don't maybe support the means of something like Antifa and some of these other things, it does further their agenda. And so anybody that's a victim of that, well, nobody really cares. If somebody who is a conservative, and I, as, as you guys know, I don't really consider myself a conservative at all, but as somebody who would maybe profess to be a conservative, if you're right to speak on certain platforms is limited they don't really care about that because you're the opposite to them you're the person that they actually do want to silence so they don't care about free speech they only care about speech that furthers their agenda because if you have a person who in all other aspects was a total lefty but supported firearms they would without hesitation look to crush that person they wouldn't care whether their right to speak on public platforms is taken away and we of course we see that with firearms they don't give a um, they don't care about that at all because it's the it's the enemy that's getting their rights sort of taken away and i hesitate to even use rights but i have been listening to a lot of what Carl Casarda has said over at Endrange, and if you haven't listened to some of the, the the things that he's talked about as far as free speech, as far as speech on these huge platforms like YouTube, Twitter maybe not so much, but places like Instagram, Facebook. Places like Instagram and Facebook, to a lesser extent, Twitter are still, we'll say, quote-unquote firearms friendly but it may only be a matter of time before Facebook takes all firearm content off of it and we've seen at least I've seen in the past move around here a little bit I've seen in the past that uh, AK Operators Union has been put in Facebook jail a few times. There's been some other people that have been put in there for, I guess maybe you would call it inappropriate content or content that goes beyond their guidelines. And I've talked about before, you know, it's okay if, if a company like Twitter or Facebook or YouTube says we have these certain guidelines. And if you go outside of those guidelines, you can get strikes or you can eventually be banned or have have your content removed but 
and what I think makes most people upset is that they're only targeting very specific groups. So I don't know, again, there's a ticking time bomb. I think there's a, maybe about two weeks left with YouTube before they're really gonna start going in and using probably algorithms and such are gonna start to put strikes against people. They've hired, I can't remember how many thousands of people to be moderators. And I'm sure what's gonna happen too is that the anti-gun people are gonna say, hey, all we have to do is report that there's firearm content on these channels. So they're going to have people that that's all they're going to do is start doing searches and then just start flagging videos and reporting videos. So even if YouTube wasn't using an algorithm, they're going to be tons of anti-gun people that are going to be doing that for them because they're going to see that as a way to silence a position that they don't like. So it will be very interesting to see what happens. I'd mentioned before about Carl Cursada of InRange TV and how that he had, one of the things that he had done is moved over to Pornhub. I don't know if I mentioned that or not, but I'd mentioned him before. Anyway, they had moved InRange over to Pornhub as a place just to host video, primarily because it is one of the sites that can handle large traffic as a they're not a, a content provider they're a content host I guess so YouTube isn't necessarily a content provider the people like you and I who would actually do videos and post stuff up would post stuff up excuse me would be the content providers so he is saying that in one of his latest videos he was talking about that Pornhub actually has the engines, we'll say, or the horsepower, let's say, to be able to host thousands and thousands and thousands of videos. And one thing that was like that Carl had mentioned about a uh, an article on Reddit, and again, this is just maybe this person was just thinking out loud, where they were thinking, oh, well, we may one day if we're seeing a lot of um, interest in it, we may try and do a site that would be kind of under our banner a little bit, but it would be a, what they would call a safe-for-work site, so it wouldn't really have any pornography on there. There may be ads that would say, oh, come visit our other site or our mother site, and you know, something like that, but I doubt if they would have explicit ads or anything like that. It may be, but, you know, who knows? And who knows whether that would ever happen? And I know there are some people that will hear that, and some people in the firearms world, and they would say, oh, well, you know, maybe there is something, or maybe there is hope that eventually we could do something like that, that we could go over to a place like that. You're also going to have people... Well, before I talk about this other thing. So even if that were true, I don't know... whether for them even with all the firearms people that are out there I don't know whether for them they there would be enough just from the firearms community to do that I don't know you know there there may be if enough the well what I was going to say but 
if you took a lot of the other people that are going to get their strikes, like the conservatives and libertarians, I don't think libertarians, most of them would have a problem with going in there. A lot of these conservatives would because they are uber-religious and they cannot, and if you are, that's great. Uh, I am not. I've made no secret about any of that stuff in the past. But some people would not be able to get beyond that because they would say, well, I don't want to be associated with that, with that type of a platform. And even if Pornhub did something like that, I don't know uh, where you were on a on their sub, you know, sub forum or whatever like that, their sub video site where it was safe for work. You know, most of those people would not ever go over there because again, they, you know, they they would not want to be associated with it. So anyway, getting back to the whole victim thing, it seems like over the past 20 years or so, the message has been what you should aspire to be is not successful is not somebody who can take the slings and arrows of others. Is not somebody who can get knocked down and get back up again and move forward. But is to be somebody who is a victim, to be somebody who should be pitied and not necessarily admired. Or, if you are to be admired, it's because you were a victim and then maybe you were able to kind of mule around and sort of pick yourself up again. But the self-made person, the person that shows true integrity, the person that stands for their principles and not just position, that's not somebody who's to be emulated or looked up to. And I think, again, that's probably why we're seeing a lot of the rise of the professional offended person and the professional victim. So anyway, I think that will do it for today. I know this has been a little bit of a short one and it's kind of a little bit more of a mini rant, I guess. And uh, this coming Sunday, I will be putting out a show, so go ahead and look for that. And I think what I'm going to try and do is make my release dates or the date that the show is actually published will be Mondays. Or not, excuse me, not Monday, but Sundays. And even if I record something and get it kind of in the can, so to speak, on a Friday or Saturday, I may upload it. But now that I uh, that it worked quite well to set the date to where it's actually going to publish, in a couple of days out, I may do stuff like that. So, all right, guys, I will... Oh, well, before I sign off, let me go ahead and give the contact info again. Voicemail 206-745-2731. Email address for audio or for email, firearmscafe at gmail.com. Over on the website, firearmscafe.com. Buttons for Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Also a donation button for PayPal. All right, guys, I will talk to you next time.